When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is New York Game Day, presented by Sansone Auto. Discover for yourself the S in Sansone Savings. Sansone Dodge Jeep Ram Route 1 in Woodbridge or SansoneJeep.net. Play Mohegan. Your favorite casino games are now in the palm of your hand. Visit MoheganSunCasino.com. Must be 21 or older to play. And by Corona, an official cerveza of the New York Jets. Welcome in. It is New York game day, week 15 of the NFL season. Anita Marks here and uh, joined by Amani Toomer and Mike Tannenbaum. Gentlemen, can you believe that we're already at week 15? Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Can you, I mean, Time Mike, can you believe by. Mike, can you believe it? I, I just I, I, I felt like we say this each and every year, but really, I, I mean, the season just flies by. And I'll tell you what, not only is it flying by, but some of the stories, the best stories have not been written yet. And what I mean by that is we're up to 56 different starting quarterbacks. Over half the league have started more than one quarterback. And if we would be talking about how good Tommy DeVito's played and he's actually going to be part of the quarterback discussion in 2024, a month ago, we all would have said that's crazy. And who's the next Tommy DeVito? You know, is it Jake Browning? Where's the next story coming from? Because we still have a month left of the season. Amani, thoughts yeah. thoughts on the fact that we're already at week three. What? Let me ask you this. What do you feel? What's been the biggest surprise to you this season now that we're already in week 15? I, I uh, echo some of the stuff that uh, Mike Tannenbaum said. The fact that there's so many different starting quarterbacks with all of the protections that the leagues have put out for these quarterbacks I just don't know what the league can do to try and maintain these quarterbacks uh, because, like I said before many times, I went to the Jets game when they played against um, the New England Patriots a couple years ago. My friend got me tickets. I'm sitting there in the front row, and not the front row, but in the lower bowl, and I'm sitting there and I'm watching this game, and I'm thinking, wow, these quarterbacks really stink. And you know what? When you're, on, when you're here watching a game with quarterbacks that stink – it's not too fun at all. It's just watching people punt and watching quarterbacks throw interceptions. It's really bad. So I understand what the league is trying to do. I understand from being a fan in the stand on what they're trying to do, but it's still not working. And the, some of the greatest, like, like, like Mike was saying, the greatest story, I mean, this is a guy Tommy Cutlets and Tommy DeVito that nobody even expected to make the team. Now everybody's talking about he should be the starter or he should be the backup or he should be in the quarterback discussion in New York. And then you have Aaron Rodgers on the other side, plays four snaps, and the Jets are still alive and kicking. Maybe they're on life support. Maybe they, you know, maybe they're about to be read their last rights, but they're still alive and kicking at week 15. That is an accomplishment for the Jets, and it's way an accomplishment for the Giants after losing not one, not just their $40 million man in Daniel Jones, but they're also losing one of the better backups in the league. 
and they're still alive and kicking with a three-game winning streak. I mean, you can never predict. That's why I don't understand how you do it, Anita. I don't understand how you do it. I don't understand how you bet on this stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys, I have a follow-up to Amani's uh, point that I'd like to ask you guys. In the last three years, has there ever been a sample set where Daniel Jones has outplayed what Tommy DeVito's done over the last three weeks? Because I don't think I remember a three-week window where Daniel Jones has played as well as Tommy DeVito's playing right now. That is a great point because – I mean, I don't know if anybody has started three games and had over an 100 passer rating. He was 80% last week. 80% completion. Like, that just doesn't happen by some gimmick. I'm starting to believe in this kid, and I'm starting to think maybe, just maybe, there's something more than just Tommy Cutlets. Maybe, maybe this guy is for real. Well, I, I had his agent on my show yesterday, uh, Sean Stellato, and uh, we're, we're going to hear from him a little bit later on in our second hour. And, you know, I, I, I asked Stiletto. Stiletto? No, I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> like stiletto. Like stiletto. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't know. I don't wear stilettos, <laughs> but, uh, but <laughs> I wear platform shoes. Uh, thank Why? you to. Because I, I have a shattered sesamoid, so I can't wear stilettos ever again in my life. Um, TMI, I know. But anyway, on to this. I, w- more importantly, I asked him, I said, you know, you know, how did, when did you start working with uh, Tommy DeVito? When did you know, like, you wanted to represent him? And he said he, he really, he tried to get him uh, into um, uh, the combine and, and could not. Uh, he felt that he had seen his leadership is really what caught him. And, and it's one thing, and, and you would know this better than us, Amani, because you're there at the facility a few days a week. Uh, but he really, he's not only just the fact that, you know, that he's helped engineer this, this team to having three wins. Uh, he's got seven touchdown passes in, in the last four games, but his leader, he kept on talking about his leadership and, and, and really coming in and guys really believing in him. And again, I'm sure you can attest to that being there as often as you are this season, right? Yeah, I, I don't know about leadership. I, I know that when you're a young player and you come in, nobody really wants to hear what you have to say. They just want your actions to speak more, so loudly that they don't even have to hear what you have to say. And this guy comes in, Tommy DeVito, and he like, – like a lot of rookie. there's two different types of rookies. There's rookies that have the ability and they think, oh, I'm just going to come in here and it's going to be easy – and then you got the rookies, you know, I kind of like I was, you know, you tip your toe in, see, see the water, you know, I don't know, let me see how, let me just check this thing out, feel this league out for a year or two. Nah, he just jumped in, full steam, not a doubt in the world, and I think that's why he's endured himself to New Jersey, New Jer- New, endured himself to New York, because everybody in this area is waiting for their opportunity, and he... Take, took advantage of an opportunity in a New York minute. And, man, he is – I'm telling you, I wasn't a believer until last week. Up until last week, I was saying they should start Tyrod Taylor. And then all of a sudden I saw that performance, and I'm like, oh, hold on now. Hold on now. Maybe maybe we got something. Maybe there's something to this Tommy DeVito. That's That's kind of – the thing that when I'm watching that game last week, I'm like, oh, no, this guy's for real. So we've got a Giants team now. They head to the Big Easy to take on the Saints. 
they're getting five and a half. I, I think that this is a good opportunity for the Giants to win outright. A few things about this Saints defense. Uh, number one, they're suspect to the run. Therefore, I'm expecting a big day from Saquon Barkley. I think they need to feed Saquon Barkley. And also, I'm, I'm expected to see DeVito tuck it and run today as well. I, I like both of them in regard to over-rushing yards. And last but not least, again, Saints defense, very, very weak against slot-wide receivers. And the fact that they get Darren Waller back today, I mm. think is huge. Uh, you know, right, Amani? Absolutely. I watched them in training camp this year. I was like, why is this not the best tight end in the league? And then the injuries happen. But, man, when he's on the field, he is a problem. He's just not on the field. Just like my dad always said, hey, he's hell when he's well. He's just sick all the time. So hopefully he can have a month of healthy football and see what, this, see what could happen to this Giants football team. Mike, thoughts on, thoughts on uh, Dar- them getting Darren Waller back? Yeah, I just I never liked the move. I think it's a move they made where they gave up too much. They paid too much for a player for what he was, not what he's going to be. Um, this time of year, I like to see the Wandell Robinsons get those opportunities and those touches because they're younger, they're ascending, they're 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 economic futures in front of them. You know, the Darren Wallers of the world. You know, look, we we saw in Philly, right? Kevin Byard, Shaq Leonard. You know, hasn't really improved that Philly defense. Um, one of the hard parts about team building, Anita, is like where's the intersection of the young ascending player versus you know the older declining player. You know, great example is Tommy DeVito. You know, to their credit, they identified him and he's playing. You know, compared to you know an older player that's you know Trevor Simeon to pick a name. So, um, you know, could Waller maybe make a player two today for the Giants? Let's hope so. But um, I think that's a move that hopefully they'll learn. And understand that, you know, you got to pay players for what they're going to be, not for what they have been. 800-919-3776. Again, the Giants on the road, taking on the Saints. Derek Carr back at the helm. Chris Alave dealing with an ankle issue. Going to be a true game-time decision. Okay? Uh, so I, I like the Giants here. Of course, stay towards the end of the game. We'll give you all three of us our score prediction and what we think is going to happen. Um but right off the bat, I'm telling you, I like the Giants here. Uh, quick break. We come back. Let's turn our attention to what's going on with the Jets as uh, you've got a team that put up 30 points with Zach Wilson at the helm heading down to Miami and facing a Miami Dolphins team that is riddled with injury. So we'll talk about the Jets next. Also, we'll open up the phone lines and take your calls. 800-919-3776. New York Game Day on 98.7 ESPN is brought to you by Bud Light. Sunday's chore, loading Bud Light in the fridge. It's football time. Bud Light, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer of the NFL, so make sure you enjoy responsibly. Um, also, brought to you by Coach USA. Make your commute to the city easy on a Coach USA bus. For schedules and fares, go to CoachUSA.com or download the Coach USA app to buy, store, and scan your tickets. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. 
Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. Yeah, I think it's exciting. Like I said to you guys, I think it's really a testament to this offense. And, you know, we've, we've been going through it, obviously, and momentum was a thing for us in that game. And, you know, I just thought it was really cool everyone kind of rebounded. So I think that's something we all get to share. And, you know, it felt good to, to have that flow as an offense and to, to score points and, and do what we expect to do every week. So, And Zach Wilson... Gentlemen, 30 points last week he helped engineer for this Jets offense. Anita Marks, Mike Tenenbaum, and Amani Toomer. It is New York Game Day brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer of the NFL. Make sure you enjoy responsibly. Um, Mike, let's start with you. Shocked, surprised in what you saw from this Jets offense with Zach Wilson last, last week? Yeah, one of the greatest things about our sport is unpredictability, right? Did Imagine a week ago if we said that Tua Tongvaloa was pay, playing Will Levis, and Zach Wilson was playing C.J. Stroud. And in this important Jet-Dolphin game, one team's coming off of a win and one team's coming off of a loss, right? And what they did in the second half was really remarkable. It was very encouraging. And, you know, if I'm Zach Wilson, look, we know what's going to be next year in all probability with the Jets. If I was talking to him today, I'd say, hey, Zach, this is a job interview for roughly 12 to 14 teams who need a starting quarterback. And if you could stack a few more games together, the way like Amani alluded to, you know, the way Tommy DeVito's made him a believer, Zach Wilson has consequential opportunities for his future right now. Amani, your thoughts on on Zach Wilson. And listen, I'm going to give you credit. This is what you said yesterday or last week on the program. Um, you know, we were counting the Jets out and, you know, what could they possibly do? And this is exactly what you said. And, and, and that is, you know, go out there. Because I said, what, what chance does Zach Wilson have? And not only did he win the, the ball game, but helping put 30 points up. So I, I'm, you know, this is exactly what you preached last week, Amani. Yeah, this is why it was so disappointing when I heard that he's, the, you know, the reports that he wanted, he did not want to go back in the game. Because I'm thinking, I don't care what happened. If you have five games left, you can change your entire fortune. Just what, look at the difference between last week and this week. And just think, if he does another week, they could be talking about, hey, maybe we don't need... I mean, this is how crazy the NFL is. They, if he has another four weeks like he had this, this past weekend, they're going to say, hey, you know what? Do we really need Aaron Rodgers? It sounds crazy now, but you know what? If he keeps on playing and getting better and improving, they might not need Aaron Rodgers for next year to be oh, well. Oh, come I'm on. I'm telling you. Amani. If you play well, nobody will remember the bad stuff. They just remember. They just want to get on the ride and join the bandwagon. bandwagon. And that's what I'm saying. About, that's why whenever you get out there, you just got to play your best because you never know how it's going to act. And the, the media, the fans – the perception of you, it's fickle. 
it can change. Look how much different the perception of Zach Wilson is this week from last week. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you go out there and give it your all. You never know where what's going to stick. Last couple week, last week, it stuck for Zach Wilson. Will it stick next week? I don't know. But I'm just saying, there is a possibility if you go out there and put it on the line and you start playing well, playing football. I don't know how much better they needed him to be last week, but last week has to be every week and not just one once in a while. You have to be that way every week, and that's hard. But it's possible. I can't. You know, Mike, save this. Well, no. So, quick question: How good is Aaron Rodgers going to be next year? That's the point. You don't know. Coming off, he's forty, coming off a torn Achilles. You're not going to see exactly. Aaron Rodgers winning MVPs. Uh, well, I, I mean, <laughs> I just. He's a man. I don't, I'm He's speechless. 40. Obviously, I am. I am. I am sitting here. I am speechless right now. Let's go mm-hmm. out. Let's let's go to our callers. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Mario in Westchester. Mario, your thoughts Westchester. on Zach Wilson? Do you are, are you are are you on the side here with Amani? Where you think that this is a Jets organization? If Zach Wilson continues to elevate, uh, their mindset is going to be like, ah, screw all that we well, gave up listen, for Aaron Rodgers. We're going to roll with Zach Wilson next year. Well, not necessarily, but I was at the game last week, and uh, the Jets are just way too conservative this year. They were running on every first and second down. It just doesn't help out the quarterback. It's much easier to throw on early downs to get him in a rhythm. And uh, they just weren't running the ball. They had no running game. They kept running on first and second down all the time. It just, it's easier to pass block when you come out on first and second down and be aggressive. It was a clear shift last week. Look, all I want for Christmas is a modern NFL offense. Is that too much to ask? Come on, guys, please. Mm. Mm. What do you think? It's a modern. It's easier said than done. I mean, you have to have a modern NFL off- offense. You have to have playmakers on the outside. Jets have some. Have one. You have to have a, a a viable tight end. You have to have an offensive line that can hold out. You have to have an offensive coordinator that believes in the quarterback, which is suspect and you have to have a quarterback like it's not just that easy it's not just oh let's call these plays there's a reason you think that they want to call runs on first and second down they're protecting their quarterback they don't believe in him so now all of a sudden he has a half where he puts up 30 points maybe they start believing a little bit maybe they start opening up the playbook but there's a lot of reasons that go in to the offensive put out uh, performance that you saw last week, and it's not always what the player has control over. A lot of this stuff has has is what does the head coach believe in the players, and is he going to have to explain himself on why he's calling all these crazy plays to the media? And that's just the reality of the NFL, especially when you're playing in New York, when everybody's second guessing everything you do. You know. Just to add a couple points to that, you know, you look at the Chargers situation, and one of the reasons they are where they are is, is some of their better players got older and aren't the same. Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, like they're not the same player, and it, it ends differently for different players. I think Aaron Rodgers will come back and play well next year, but mm-hmm. I do agree with Imani. I don't think it's just Aaron Rodgers and VP Aaron Rodgers because he didn't play well last year for Green Bay. He missed this year with a torn Achilles. And my question is, not that you hand the job to Zach Wilson by any stretch, but my question is, does Zach Wilson continue to improve 
And what kind of Aaron Rodgers are we going to get next year? Is it a B? Is it a B plus? Is he going to have, like, if you ask Dan Marino, Vinny Testaverde, older players, when they lose their foot quickness at the quarterback position, that's when it's over. And I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is going to be healthy, guys. But is he going to be that, still have that same quick twitch? 800-919-3776. Let's go to Ira calling in from Staten Island. Ira, welcome in. Good morning. Ira. Hey, good morning. Good morning, everybody. And happy holidays to everybody. You know, you know the whole Zach Wilson thing, listen, I would love to see him play well down the stretch here because the only thing to me is that it increases his trade value because you got to remember, you got the fifth-year option the following year, and he's not going to sit behind Rodgers next year, and hopefully he's not going to have to play, and then Rodgers retires, and then they're going to have to pick up his fifth-year option without seeing him play next year. So I hope he plays well, and I hope for whatever type of draft pick they could get, they get for this guy, um, get for him, and, and then move on. They'll bring in experience. How about watching Gardner Minshew the last couple of weeks? If Joe Douglas had Gardner Minshew as his primary backup this year, the Jets are probably sitting at seven and six instead of five and eight. And uh, so that, that, that's a mistake they made. It's interesting. Ira, thanks for the phone call. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. We come back. I want you to marinate in this for a minute, Mike, uh, because again, we saw Gardner Minshew three touchdown passes yesterday. I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL. At least you can argue that he's one of not sure what his contract situation is, but I've been saying this. If you are a team that you feel that you've got a great shot of making it to playoffs, let alone winning a Super Bowl, I think you need to invest a good portion of your salary cap in your backup quarterback. Uh, and not sure if Gardner Minshew could be that guy to bring in if, of course, um, you know, uh, you're, we're, we're all in agreement here that we think Aaron Rodgers is going to be the starting quarterback of the Jets next year. Also, let's touch on the fact that Aaron Rodgers could be activated and cleared medically on Wednesday if the Jets beat the Miami Dolphins still alive in the playoff hunt Do you think that Aaron Rodgers should start in week 16? We'll dive into all this next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. Yeah, he, he pushed it a little bit yesterday. You know, he went under center and he's running boots and jogging from drill to drill. And, and uh, I mean, it looks looks normal to me, but 
it's, it's unbelievable. Credit to him, you know, there's, especially in this day and age where a hangnail can, can affect a, a game week, but this dude is, is grinding to try to get himself back. It just shows how much he cares and, and just I have an appreciation for him. Robert Sala talking about Aaron Rodgers uh, was out there apparently looking good, intercepting balls. Okay, um, <laughs> very well could be cleared to uh, to play next week. That'll be three months after ACL surgery. So keep an eye on what happens next Wednesday. That's when the Jets can activate Aaron Rodgers. And if the Jets beat the Miami Dolphins today, which if Tyreek Hill's dealing with. Um, obviously a foot injury, ankle injury. They've got a ton of players, especially on the offensive line, that does not look like they're going to suit up and play today. Um, interesting to see what happens here. Uh, first things first, Amani, I want to go to you. How surprising is it that we're seeing a player, especially a quarterback, come back and potentially play after three months post-ACLs? How surprising is that to you? Uh, uh, AC, um, you're talking about Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I mean Achilles. Achilles. Achilles yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry. I, three I months after. I want yeah, to make three sure months, talking, we're talking the same yeah. thing. But yeah, no, it's it's ridiculous. Like, and I don't think it is productive. Um, I I just I'm, I'm wondering what the Jets are thinking because let's say he goes out there and tweaks it again and he needs another surgery. I mean, you're talking another. He got to this point. That's great, but the point between him doing what he's doing now to playing in a game where people are tackling him full speed and he has to extend himself. Right now he can stay in cruise control. I've had an ACL where I was back on the playing, you know, five, six months later, and, you know, everybody was all impressed. That's great. Oh, yeah, clap yourself on the back. Yeah, that's cool. But can you play? You know, like that old deaf comedy, Sam? Uh, you know, are you ready for the next comedian? Damn, is he funny? Like, that's what it is. Okay, great. Is he funny? Can he play? No, he can't. So I think it's just a waste of time, and it's a waste of what we're talking about because, you know, there's some guys out there, you know, and Zach Wilson that has a real opportunity to affect this season, and we're wishing on a star talking about Aaron Rodgers. I just think, you know, just sit down. Your time is done for now until you can get back healthy and play. Don't, t- don't tickle me. Don't tease me. Just, just sit down, and I don't really want to hear about you, really. <laughs> don't it's tickle a distraction. Me. Don't tickle me. Don't tease me. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Uh, Mike, your thoughts on, on Aaron Rodgers, right? Like my thought process is bigger picture is next year. Why even risk anything? What say you, Mike? Anita, I agree with you a thousand percent. It's just common sense and logic. Um, look, I think he should be commended for what he's done. And I think to Robert Sala's point about how some players in this day and age just seem to have a lower threshold of what they'll play with. Here's a guy that had every reason just to right off the season. So he should get credit for even having this conversation. But I agree with you, Anita. Like, it's common sense. With that offensive line, he's 40 years old. And I'm telling you, guys, I've been around legendary quarterbacks at the end from Favre, Testaverde. I worked with Dan Marino for a number of years in the Miami front office. Talked to him. You know, these guys could throw until they're 60 and 70 years old. It's their feet that will do them in. And, Amani, you know this as a player – like, you knew at the end when you lost one-tenth of one second, and oh, that's absolutely. what it is at this level. Mm-hmm. And that's the part you just don't know with Aaron Rodgers. I, I know I'm going to be dating myself here, um, but I, <clears throat> I typically do that each and every week. I, I was actually I was on the sideline when Dan Marino popped his Achilles, and I heard it. It sounded like a shotgun. And I was like, what was that? 
and Dan went down and I was like, Oh wow. And, and you know, he was, he was never the same after that. And I think, you know, I personally feel Dan Marino's top five quarterback ever to play the game. Um, and you know what, what I loved watching and, and, and I felt like one of his biggest assets was, I felt like he always had eyes in the back of his head. Uh, he just, he always, he just always knew what was happening in that pocket. And he was just, he, it was just like one step, one sidestep and a defender would miss him. And, um, and, and he didn't have that after that. And that was a really, really big key for him besides his accuracy and his arm and all the things that came around along with Dan, but he was never the same after that. And, you know, um, <clears throat> yeah, no, Anita, just to add to that really neat story. So, um, you know, as a GM, here I am every single day sitting down with Dan Marino. And it's like, what a treasure trove of wisdom and experience I can learn from. And I would ask him questions, you know, all the time, like what made Dan Marino Dan Marino? And for all the uh, young quarterbacks out there listening to our show today, it sounds so basic, but he knew early on, like what he could do and couldn't do. Like, you know, he could throw it as good as anybody in the history of our game, but not the best athlete in the world. His dad made him jump rope, and he felt like he got really good at jumping rope, and that helped with foot quickness. And to what you just said, Anita, about you know moving in the pocket, it's mm-hmm. really interesting. He really felt like by jumping rope, that allowed him to have the career that he had. That is so it's- funny you say jumping rope because I remember I was talking to Jason Seahorn and some of his friends when he'd come up for uh, – for uh for, they went all we invite his friends in town for games and he would say and all his friends were like yeah no we had no idea he was going to be good but all of a sudden seahorn started jumping rope and he got this foot quickness and all the athletic ability because they said he was like um hey i guess he had a, a big growth spurt and he was a little uncoordinated and to get his coordination back he would jump rope and man that is that's crazy that you say that but when i'm it, it, going back to dan marino I remember watching Dan Marino growing up and you know, the players that you're really impressed by are the players that you look at and you're like, I don't know why he's good. He's just good. And you know, he, everybody knew about his arm strength, but no, what people didn't talk about was how quick he released the ball. Like he yep. would like mm-hmm. people would be in his face and he'd have the ball like in the, like in the, the home position and he'd get that ball from the home position to out of his hand so quick that he would frustrate defensive linemen. I remember listening to interviews about, man, I thought I had him, and boom, the ball was out. And he was just, he was special. I totally agree with you, um, Anita. Way underrated. I think a lot of these guys that are playing now are overrated compared to Mm -hmm. the guys in the past. And you need to look back at some film on some of these greats, these all-time greats like Dan Marino, and just see what they can do with the football when they weren't being protected there was, they, they, remember they had the in the grass rule that kind of went and came and went, but they used to waylay these quarterbacks. They would just they would just launch themselves, land full strength, and these guys were tough, genuinely tough guys would get up and just do be ready to do it all over again. He did have Richmond Webb and Keith Sims, who I think was one of the best one two on on that blind side, probably ever to line, play the a game. Quarterbacks make offensive linemen better. You know that too, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so really quick, before we take a break, we're going to come back. Amani's Keys to Victory coming your way. Danny, Jake, Artie, hang tight. We're going to get your calls. I just want to share this. this is a really, I feel this is my best Dan Marino story. So uh, Dan Marino was shooting this, this commercial for Disney, right? 
And so part of the commercial was he had to throw the ball and then they later shot the commercial back in Orlando with Mickey catching the ball that Dan Marino threw, right? So they had to like rehearse and he would, he'd, he'd say, Mickey, go long. And he would throw the ball and they needed somebody to catch the ball. And I was out there working for the CBS television station and they're like, who wants to catch Dan's ball? And I was like, I do. So I walked up and he like looked over and he, he kind of rolled his eyes and he's like, he's like, he's like, come on. And I was with Cambrell Marshall, who was the sports director at that time at CBS. And he's like, come on, Cambrell, get in here. And Cambrell goes, uh, no, Dan, you want her. And he's like, I do. And I was like, yeah, you want me throw me the ball. And so he started throwing me the ball and like, I started catching the balls and then like, I think he was starting to get like, wow. All right. She knows how to catch a football. And then he started whipping it. Uh Oh, Amani. So so they had to do like 10 to 15 takes. And you know me, I'm so freaking competitive. Like I was going to drop one freaking ball. Yeah. And when I was done, I was just like I was smiling the whole time and man, at the end, man, he was whipping those and when I walked away, I had blisters. Oh yeah. I blister I had blisters oh, on yeah. my I had blisters on my hand. And as my favorite Dan Marino story, because he was just like, get out, get this girl out of here. Yeah. Get this, come on, Cambrell, get in here. And Cambrell's like, no, Danny, you want her. And I was like, let's go, dude, let's go. And boy, did he, he screwed me up <laughs> big time. Anyway, it's my favorite Dan Marino story. Uh, back to this show. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. Great song, Tom and Harvey. Tom and Harvey producing the show today. Uh, it is time for Amani's Keys to Victory, brought to you by Infinity.com. Get ready for Amani's Keys to Victory. All right, here we go, Amani. We've been talking a lot about that Jets game. Let's start there. What do the Jets need to do to upset the Miami Dolphins today? Oh, we also we have to start with Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson has to keep cooking. <laughs> he has to be the guy that's going to open up this playbook, allow these receivers and this, this whole offense to really get going. I think Zach Wilson has an outsized impact on this game, and uh, that is going to be the key. key uh, one of the keys is Zach Wilson has to keep on playing at this high level, keep on playing at the, the level of the player of the week for the AFC like he did last week. Okay. Um, and for the Giants? The Giants, is going to, I'm going to the quarterback as well. The other NFC Offensive Player of the Week, How about Tommy that? DeVito, uh, to back-to-back. Who would have thought two weeks ago that you would have said Not that me. Tommy and, and, um, and Zach Wilson would be the, both the co-New York City backups who are now the Players of the Week. So very, very uh, interested to see how they're going to do. I think Tommy's going to have to do it on his feet as well. Because, you know, the Saints defense has, just like we talked about earlier, really porous against the run. Mm-hmm. So Tommy's going to have to make good decisions like he did for the last three weeks with his over 100 passer rating. 
And once you get to four weeks of a, of a streak, that's when everybody starts to figure out kind of how you, who, what you are, what you like to do, which way you like to scramble when you get in trouble. Those are the keys that make it harder for you as a quarterback or as a football player to have success. And usually takes four weeks for, some, for teams to, when they go do their quarterback study, they go back four weeks and then they start to get some real trends on what you like to do. And you're going to have to start adjusting your game. So this is a big week for Tommy DeVito, in my, my opinion. Is he for real? Is it just a flash in the pan? Or is Tommy a legitimate guy, uh, player that can play in this league? Over these next two, three weeks, we're going to find out because he's going to get scrutinized at an entirely different level. So Tommy DeVito and Zach Wilson have to play much better football. It's all about the quarterbacks for Imani. Those are his keys to victory. Brought to you by Infinity.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. Also, this portion of the show brought to you by Bud Light. Sunday's chore, loading Bud Light in the fridge. It's football time. Bud Light, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer of the NFL, so make sure you enjoy responsibly. Guys, let's go back out to our phone lines. Let's kick it off with Artie. Artie, welcome in. Good morning. Hey, good morning, crew. Are you guys hitting the eggnog a little too early? Yes. I mean, we're <laughs> talking now. We're talking now. Forget Rodgers. We'll take, we'll take Zach next as, as our starting quarterback. <laughs> I was begging for him to be his backup, and now you want him as a starter. <laughs> That's how the, the NFL best. changes, listen, bro. That's how I'll it changes. I'll tell you, man. It changes but let me exactly throw that something way. At you. It's exactly that way. Let me throw something at you guys, okay? You're the, you're the GM. Next year, you have a choice of DeVito, um, the, uh, the, the kid, the backup quarterback Tyra from Cincinnati. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor, right? All these backups. And you have Zach after he beats the Dolphins on the road. Where Dolphins need the game, and he actually has a game like he did last week. You're telling me that you would rather have those guys instead of Zach? I don't buy it because, again, the GM drafts a kid for talent. You can't argue that Zach's got more talent than them. It's seeing him. If you could put DeVito's head in Zach's body, now you got one of these top quarterbacks. The problem is, is that is it coaching? Is it whatever? Because look, I saw the Cincinnati guy. Last yesterday, or you watched the game, they were down three touchdowns, right? The guy was playing horrible, horrible. And then all of a sudden, his wide receiver made a play on a desperate throw. Sometimes you need that. You need that. Otherwise, they're, they're knocking the quarterback. I think Zach has that same situation. I'm not saying he's playing well, but it's no coincidence. Last week, he had time to throw, and he had guys wide open. In the, sometimes in these games, you're sitting there going, the dude's got nobody. He's got a, he throws a two-yard pass the whole day, tackle him. Last week, he throws a two-yard pass, and he's right down the sidelines for 20 yards. All right, guys. So, one more question. If you had a choice between Jets winning out or the Giants winning out, who would you take? All right, thanks for taking the call. Love you guys. Uh, the Giants have two games against the Philadelphia Eagles. Good luck with that. So, uh, for me, I would, I would lean Jets. I'd lean Jets Although, as well. Adina, there. But, Anita, I'll tell you what, they're not the same team. You're Philadelphia's right. not the same team. Slade's going to be out for a month, and their their defense is not playing good. 
um, besides that defensive line. So while I'm probably leaning a little bit more to the Jets, I don't think that this Eagle team is the same from what we thought they were um, even several weeks ago. Yeah, this Eagles team reminds me of the 08 Giants. We were 11-1, and and we just took our foot off the gas. And then we just – I mean, this team was 11 and 10-1, and and have they played their best football? Like, this is a classic example of you have to continually get better every week. And no matter what your record is, you can't play off the results. You've got to play off of – how well you are playing collectively as a group, and this Eagles team isn't playing that well. That being said, I still take them over the Giants. You're not going to beat the Eagles twice. Um, maybe you'll beat them once. Maybe you'll come close the next time, but beating them twice is, is a tall task, especially for the team in which the Giants have right now. Even though they are playing better football on both on offense and defense, turning the ball over is something that the Giants have done consistently over this winning streak that nobody's talking about. But I, I, just, I just don't see... The Giants, um, I mean, they're, they're on a three-game winning streak. You're going to tell me they're going to win uh, seven in a row? Like, I, it's hard to do in this league. Very hard to do in this league. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Jake. Jake, good morning. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing today? We're doing well, Jake. Good morning. What, what you got for us? I want to I preface this with the fact that I'm a big Giants fan. Amani, 2000, best year of my life. First year I got into football. Um, I wanted to say, what, what's even the conversation about Aaron Rodgers? If he even comes back off this Achilles injury, are the Jets even making a run? Are, is the team put together well enough with the receivers and the offense that they have that he's going to make them that much better? Why is he putting himself at risk just to prove that he could come back after three months? He's putting the think Jets I, I think, in a terrible I, I situation. Think, and Jake, thanks for the phone call. Uh, guys, I, I think that's what this is about. I think this is somewhat selfish. I, I, think, I think Aaron Rodgers wants to be that player that comes back after three months post-Achilles. I think he wants to be that guy. That's what I think this is about. I totally agree. I think it's a selfish move, and I think the Jets yep. need to protect him from himself. I mean, he's really Mike? not doing anything against – not, there's nothing he can yeah. do to help this team this year. Agree or, agree or disagree that this is a selfish move, that Aaron Rodgers wants to be that guy to, to, to you know, defy all odds and come back after yep. three months of AK, uh, Achilles surgery. Yeah, what I would say to him is, look, Aaron, like, you know, my role as a GM here is to protect you from yourself and let's get ready for next year. We appreciate your hard work, but, uh, you know, I'm the one that actually has to activate you, and I'm not going to do So we'll see what happens. Again, Wednesday is the day uh, that the Jets can activate Aaron Rodgers, uh, and apparently reports are he has been cleared. So we'll see. Listen, we've got coming up Jordan Renan. Uh, we'll, we'll get his take in regard to the Giants and their matchup against the Saints. Also, we'll hear from Tommy DeVito's agent uh, as well coming up. Um, and uh, we'll hear from Rich Samini. And what's going on with the Jets? We'll ask him about Aaron Rodgers and, of course, Marcel Louis-Jacques, who covers the Miami Dolphins, get an update with all their injuries. All that coming your way next, Hour 2 of New York Game Day here on 98.7 ESPN. 
This is New York Game Day, presented by Sansone Auto. Discover for yourself the S in Sansone Savings. Sansone Dodge Jeep Ram Route 1 in Woodbridge or SansoneJeep.net. Play Mohegan. Your favorite casino games are now in the palm of your hand. Visit MoheganSunCasino.com. Must be 21 or older to play. And by Corona, an official Cerveza of the New York Jets.